Welcome to the Great Detectives of Old Time Radio. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, email it to me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives and become one of our friends on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Radio Detectives. I do want to encourage you to check out our other podcasts. Among them, the Old Time Radio Superman Show at otrsuperman.com. From 2008 to 2018, I did a podcast with every available episode of the uh, Old Time Radio Superman Show that was released between 1941 and 1950, including the first appearance of Jimmy Olsen, the first appearance of Kryptonite, Batman and Superman teaming up, Superman battling the Ku Klux Klan. So many interesting and groundbreaking stories. You can go to otrsuperman.com to check them out. Now, there was a server issue, so not all of them are available, but we are re-adding two episodes every day, Monday through Saturday. At around 15 minutes per episode, that adds up to three hours of Superman content every week. So check it all out, otrsuperman.com. Well, now it's time for today's episode of The Fat Man. Original air date, May the 12th, 1955, and the title is Murder Shows a Card. There he goes into that drugstore. He's stepping on the scales. Weight, 239 pounds. Fortune, danger. Who is it? The Fat Man. Now, here's the fat man in Murder Shows a Card. This one began at the front door of the old Cartwright mansion. It was a gloomy, dark-looking place, sitting back in a park with a lot of trees around. And the rain that night didn't help its appearance any. I don't usually make calls in the country at night, but the Cartwright had a lot of dough, and the old lady had been insistent. After I knocked a couple of times, the door was opened by a typical-looking English butler, striped pants and all. Only this guy didn't talk a bit like a butler should. I reckon you're the detective. Does it show? Come on in. He ain't too smart coming out here, bud. Maybe you've got something there. Suppose you tell Mrs. Cartwright the fat man is here. She sent for me to come out right away. I know she sent for you, but it's best not to butt into other folks' business. You're likely to get in trouble. Wait here in the hall. I'll tell you you've come. Thanks. You've got to listen to me, mister, please. You're the detective my mother sent for, aren't you? Suppose you do the talking. My mother... Well, she gets funny ideas sometimes. She's old and I think she imagines things. What sort of things? Oh, I don't know exactly. I, I'm afraid she's sick. Oh, you've got to help me. You will help me, won't you? Wait a minute, sister. Slow down. What are you afraid of? I'm not afraid of anything. Why did your mother send for me? Oh, I'm not sure. 
Tony, you mustn't believe everything she says. My whole future depends on... <gasps> oh, somebody's coming. Please be careful. I guess you're Runyon. You guessed right. What's your message for me? My mother doesn't know what she's doing. Now, if you're smart, you'll get in your car and drive back to town right away. We Cartwrights know how to handle our own affairs. Your sister doesn't seem to think so. My sister... Has Lee been talking to... Mister, she wants to see you. Now, remember, Runyon, I want you to mind your own business. You better quit yapping so loud, Roy, or you're more to wail the daylights out, are you? My mother had better watch her step, or she won't be wailing anybody anymore. Here he is. Leave that door open, Slim, and get on downstairs. Don't want nobody looking at the keyhole. Has he gone yet? He's gone. Good. Come over here, young man, and sit down. I want to look at you. <laughs> You're a fat man, all right. Don't let it worry you. It ain't the fat that bothers me. Just what is bothering you, Mrs. Cartwright? You see that gun laying on my dresser? Uh-huh. I'm going to count three. Get it and shoot the key out of the door behind you. Don't worry about the door or the noise. One. Two. <laughs> I hope Slim was listening around the corner. I reckon you'll do, Mr. Runyon. I'll do all right, Mrs. Cartwright. Now, what's the job? Pull that chair up closer. Sit down. Ever hear of my husband, A.Y. Cartwright? Yeah, he was a pretty wealthy man. And you probably know about him dying last week. I read in the paper he died of a heart attack. I'm sorry. A.Y. didn't die of a heart attack, Mr. Lundin. What did he die from? Fright. He had a weak heart, all right. But it wasn't a stroke that done him in. But something he saw. What makes you think so? This playing card. He ate the spades. You know what that means? Fortune tellers say it means death. <laughs> no fortune teller dealt A.Y. that ace of spades. Here, read this old newspaper clipping. Pareto Bugle, June 12, 1926. Terror of board disappears. It has been three months now since the daring holdup of the L&G Express train by Asianti and his band of Desperados. For many months, Texas was terrorized by this gang whose calling card, the Ace of Spades, became a synonym for fear, robbery, and murder. Then suddenly, as if the earth had literally swallowed him up, Ace Yancey and his gang disappeared. So, your husband was Ace Yancey. That's right. He stole the entire loot of the gang, and Slim and me helped him. We all come east together with over $400,000 in a suitcase. And you've kept that secret all these years? We kept it to ourselves. Children never knew the truth. Nobody never knew until I told you tonight. Nobody except the man who left the Ace of Spades. There was only one of Yancey's old gang that could have outlived whiskey, guns, and a rope. He was the one we called Crooked Nose. A.Y. lived in mortal terror that someday he'd find us. And now he has. It ain't myself I'm worried about. It's my kids, Lee and Roy. Lee's in love with a nice boy, and she's going to marry him. You think he'd marry her if he knew her old man was Ace Yancey? What do you want me to do? Find Crooked Nose and buy him off if you can. I'll give him more than we took. And what if he won't buy? 
Then I'll have to kill him when he comes back. What makes you think he's coming back? This came to me through the mail this morning. Just a plain envelope. Inside another ace of spades. Either him or me is next. Unless you can get to him before he gets here. Crooked Nose may be a devil, but he'd never shoot nobody in the back. You're wrong, Mrs. Cartwright. I guess you're not next after all. That scream couldn't have been far from the house, so we wouldn't have heard it. It come from right out here. And it was Lee. If that devil is loose around here, and he's on my gal. Are you all right? I heard it scream, and I, I thought what I... What did you think? I, I thought I... Well, I was afraid it was Mother. No, it wasn't me, son. It was Lee. we got to find a quick. Lee, hold it. We come up the walk. Quick, get behind this tree. Just a minute, Miss Cartwright. <gasps> oh, I didn't see you. You scream a minute ago? Oh, yes, I did. I'm sorry. What are you doing out here in the rain? I was sitting in the library when I saw I saw somebody moving around outside the window. And then I saw a figure, a man standing down here in the park. He looked suspicious. Why didn't you call somebody? I, I don't know. I guess it was because I, I thought I... You thought you recognized him? Yes. I thought it was Slim. He came out to see what I was doing. And then suddenly a man sprang out from behind a tree and rushed past me. It startled me and I, I guess I screamed. Did you recognize the man? No, no. It happened so quickly, but... He was tall, a big man. It must have been him. Who, Mother? Stand just the way you are and keep talking. What are you going to do? I'm going to find out who it is. What did... Get up slow and turn around with your hands up. I was wondering where you were. Almost got him a minute ago, but he got away. Keep your hands up, Slim. Well, you, you ain't thinking that... Why were you hiding behind that bush? I wasn't hiding. I... What's that you're holding in your hands? It's a deck of cards, Mr. Rudman. I want to talk to Slim alone. The rest of you leave us here in the library a minute. If there's any talking to be done, I'm going to do it. You're going to do what I tell you. I'm working for your mother. She may be in danger and you may be too. I got a right to know what all this is about. You might find out sooner than you expect unless you do as I tell you. Come on, Lee. And you too, Roy. Start talking, Flint. I told you the truth. I don't believe you. I've seen somebody moving around down by the grape arbor, and I went down to see what he was doing. What was he doing? I seen him jump up from behind that bush and start running. He dropped something, and I was just bending over to pick it up when you came up. He dropped that deck of cards you got in your head. Quit lying, Slim. It's no good. The ace of spades is missing from this deck, the one you had in your hand. I'm telling the truth. I found those cards. Maybe you are telling the truth after all. Mm -hmm. Look! The face at the window! It's the man with a crooked nose. Is this the window? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The window to the library. Be careful where you step. The rain has made the ground so soft there may be footprints. Shine your flashlight around on the ground. Look. Oh, them are footprints, sure enough. Big ones, too. We'll light a minute. He was wearing overshoes at galoshes, and he had to stand on his toes to see in the window. He was a big man. A tall one, anyway. The crooked nose had big feet, real big ones. Did them prints lead in any direction? The rain's washed them pretty well away, except right here under the window where he stood. From the looks of the ground, though, I'd say he headed back toward the garage when he left here. Come on. You're going to be sorry you mixed into this before you're done. I'm being paid for it. Money don't mean nothing, I know. Yeah? Did you know that Mrs. Cartwright got an ace of spades in the mail today? She did. 
Well, that means we got to get him before he goes any further. That was the mark. And then death to anybody who got it. He's out to do us all in. And if I know Crooked knows, he ain't going to stop till he's done it. Listen. What's that? Open the garage door. Don't shine that light in my eyes. Jim? Who is this, Slim? It's Lee's bow, Jim Dabney. What happened to you, Dabney? What are you doing here, Jim? We've got to stop him. He's going to hurt Lee. Oh, my head. Somebody hit me on the back of the head. Who hit you? Try and think. I don't know. I followed him here to the house tonight. Who did you follow? Who are you? This is a detective, Jim. He's helping us out. Who did you follow and why? Lee's in trouble. It was something about her dad and the past. Oh, today I, I followed her. She, she met this guy, and, and they talked a while, and, and then she left. And you tailed him? Yeah, yeah, that's right. I followed him out here tonight. He went around the corner of the house towards the garage. I came up fast, and all of a sudden, I got it on the head. I just came to. You're lucky you came to at all with a big man like Crooked Nose slugging you. Big man? He wasn't a big man. He was a little man. Gotta tell the truth, Lee. Who was this little guy? Little guy? I'll ask the question, Troy. Was he blackmailing you, Lee? Yes. Yes, he wanted money. He said it was about Dad. Something happened a long time ago out in Texas. He said that you'd go to prison, Mother, if he talked. You and Slim and Dad. When did he contact you? About ten days ago. It was before Dad died. And you gave him money? Yes, but he wanted more. I told him that I'd try to get it, but... Yes, he called me here and told me to meet him today. So I did. He said he wouldn't keep quiet any longer unless I got more money. I was to meet him at midnight and give it to him. Where are you going to meet him? Down in the old grape arbor. There are two of them, then. What do you mean? I, I didn't know it. I didn't think anybody knew it. I don't know what Dad did in Texas before I... Well, I, I don't know anything anymore. What are you talking about? All the time Lee was paying out some two. What a fool I am. You were paying off two. Oh, it wasn't a little man. I ran off to a big man. A man with a crooked nose. Gun, drop it, and put your hands up. Get your hands up. Watch him. Turn your light on him, Slim. Now then, mister, get up slow. He can't get up. He's dead. Yeah. Yeah. You know him? Oh, look at his face. Snake. Who's he? One of the old Ace of Spades gang. I know that little rat face anywhere. I don't understand it. Who could have done him in? Your friend, Crooked Nose. How do you know? Look, pinned to his coat. Another ace of spades.
know it's late, Mackenzie, but this is important. I want you to come yourself. But run you. It's one o'clock in the morning. Never mind that and do as I tell you. There's been one murder here tonight, and there may be more. Kill a loose somewhere on the grounds of this estate. Okay, okay. I'll get out there as soon as I can. Bring some good men with you and throw a guard round the ground. Then you come into the house. I'll be waiting for you. Mr. Runyon. Mr. Runyon. And hurry, Mackenzie, hurry. Okay. Mr. Runyon. What's the matter? My mother has disappeared. I told your mother to stay in the library with the others. Nobody tells mother anything, Mr. Runyon. Where are the rest of them now? Jim, Roy, and Slim went outside to look for her, and I came to get you. You've got to find her fast. Mother! Wait a minute. That shot came from the cellar. Come on, quick. Is this the door of the cellar? Yes, yes, hurry. Not so fast. You may still be down there. Where's the light switch? Right in that door. Open the door and then jump back. I'll get the light. All right. Don't look, Lee. He killed her. He killed her. Listen, Lee. Listen to me. You've got to hold on to yourself. He killed her. Mother. He heard a child screaming. He got Mrs. Cartwright for him. Shot her in the back. Lee, honey, don't cry so. It ain't gonna happen. Slim, Slim, why did he kill her? Why? Because there's something that happened a long time ago. But he's near in the end of his trail. He's none left but me now. What happened? Good Lord. Oh, who did it? Where's Roy, Jim? He's coming. I yelled for him when I heard Lee scream. Don't let him come down here. Take Lee upstairs and the three of you stay in the library and keep away from the window. Well, you think he's after Roy and Lee, too? I don't know. But I'm not going to take any more chances. You better stay here with me a minute, Slim. I want to look around this cellar. <laughs> come on, Lee. He must have been leaning over this tool bench when he got her. He went out through that open basement window over there. What in tarnation was he doing here in this cellar when she found him? He wasn't in the cellar. She came down here for some reason and he followed her. Evidently, she didn't even hear him. She was looking at something here on this bench. Or she was looking for something. Well, nothing on this bench but junk. Nails, tools, putty, and a few pieces of board. She was looking for something. Maybe crooked nose took it. Mr. Pollitzer and shot her from the stairs. You see how the bullet went in the back at an angle. Her gun wasn't fired. She's still holding it in her hand. Looks like me and Crooked Nose is going to have a showdown pretty soon. Are you afraid of it? I ain't pulled a gun in a long time, but I reckon I ain't too scared. Good. Because I'm going to set a trap for this guy. And you're going to be the bait. hope you know what you're doing, Runyon. I know what I'm doing, Mackenzie. You're taking a chance on Slim's life. He doesn't mind. He's taken chances on it before. But it's insane putting him out there in the kitchen all alone. You said yourself the killer is after Slim next. That's what I said. But you don't really believe it? Maybe. Oh, I don't like it, Runyon. I do. And I'm going to capture killer for you. I got men stationed all around the place. Good. We're going to play a little waiting game. Jim, Roy, and Lee are in the library. I want you to go in there with them. How do you know this crooked nose is still around? Maybe he took off after killing the old lady. He's still around. Crooked nose is a very thorough guy. And his job isn't finished yet. But he must know there's cops all around the place. From what I've heard about crooked nose, cops don't bother him at all. I'm going to the kitchen where Slim's waiting. 
Where are you going to wait? I'm going to wait where I can do the most good. You all set, Slim? I'm ready for him. Okay. Now, remember, you've got to trust me in this thing. I trust you, Mr. Rudman. This is the only way to trap him. I ain't afraid. And don't forget, Slim, if you have to shoot, shoot to kill. We've been sitting here nearly an hour and nothing's happened. What does this fat man think he's doing? Well, doesn't he know people have nerves and feelings? My mother's body's lying down there in the cellar and he's playing games. Just take it easy, son. I've known Brand Rodney a long time and what he does usually makes sense. Yeah, but it seems pretty obvious that Crooked Nose is gone and the longer we sit here, the farther away he's going to get. Where is Mr. Onion anyway? Why doesn't he come back? You don't suppose... I don't suppose nothing. I think Runyon knows what he's doing, and I'm willing to play along with him. Well, I'm not going to wait much longer. Oh, this is ridiculous. That killer's gone. He won't be back. You're going to stay right here, all of you, until I tell you you can go. Maybe you don't realize it, but your lives are in danger. Why doesn't he come, then? Why doesn't he come now and show himself? This waiting's getting on my nerves. Well, why don't we pull the blinds down? Why are we just sitting here like ducks on a log waiting to get shot? Why don't you quit yelling and shut up? You're getting on my nerves. I don't want to get shot any more than you do. But he's gone, I tell you, he's gone. Take it easy, Roy. Take it easy. All of our nerves are getting jumpy. Ah! What the? The window. The window, look. Did you get him? I don't think so. There he goes, down towards the garage. Come on. He disappeared. I think he went in the garage. Uh, hold on a minute. Where's Miss Cartwright? I'm here. Well, I think you'd better get back in the house. No, no, she's safer with us. He might double back and get away from it. All right, but stay behind us. I'll be careful. He starts shooting, drops to the ground, and lies still. He's in the garage. Keep low. Yeah, he's in there, all right. What do we do? We can't do enough. Now, don't you worry about that. He'll come out all right. What do you mean? I got a tear gas bomb here. I'll toss it in through the door. He'll come out. Let's stand back by the doors. Here goes. We know you're in there. If you're smart, you come out with your hands up. That's tear gas. Okay, I'm coming out. Don't shoot. It's me, McKenzie. Runyon. Well, what are you doing in there? The killer's in there. I saw him go in. The killer's not in there. Yeah, but I saw him go in. He stuck his face in the window and he followed him. He ran in the garage. He must be in there, Runyon. Shine your light on me, Mackenzie. But the killer might... Do be... as I say, Mackenzie. Okay. <gasps> Crooked nose. You, Runyon. But your face. That nose. Puffy, Mackenzie. A phony nose. There isn't any crooked nose. There never was. At least there hasn't been for a lot of years. Get your hands up. All of you. There's our killer. Right. Yeah, that's right. I killed both of them. And now I'm going to finish my job. You're pretty smart, aren't you, fat man? But you're not smart enough. I told you to stay out of this business, and you didn't. Now you're going to be sorry. Oh, no, Roy, no. Why did you do it, Roy? Because I hate him. I hate them all. They're going to settle a lot of money on Lee when she married. You needed money, didn't you, Roy? A lot of money. Suppose I did. No, I'm going to get it. You're crazy. Like a fox, I'm crazy. That's what my old man told me. He thought I was crazy, too. He was going to have me put away. I put him away. You should have seen the look on his face when I looked into his window. He really thought that Crooked Nose had finally found him. <laughs> you are insane, Roy. Shut up. Keep your hands up. 
I'm not through talking yet. You aren't going to lick me after all. Crooked nose is going to kill all of you. And then he's going to disappear. How do you like that, fat man? Got you all here together. Now, and I'm going to kill you one at a time. You ain't got it all yet, Roy. Ain't you forgetting me? Clem. Keep standing right like you are, Roy. My gun's been pointing straight at your back ever since you started talking. Now, I got a little talking to do, too. One move, and you're a goner. I shot kill you first. Yeah, you should have. In a second, you're going to get a chance. Wait a minute, Slim. This wasn't part of our plan. I'm sorry, Mr. Runyon, but it's best this way. I'll have to ask you to stay put, too. But what are you talking about? I aim to kill you, son. But I ain't never shot nobody in the back. Come around quick and come around shooting. Oh, oh Slim. Slim. How did he get you, Slim? In the stomach. What about him? He's dead. We got him right in the heart. We've got to get you to a doctor, Slim. No. No, I you. We're... Where's me? Here I am, Slim, here. Listen to me, honey. You're, you're a lonely good thing, but come out of this mess. Forget to all. Try and be happy. All that, all that money, get rid of it. It ain't no good. Good. Nothing but trouble. Promise me. Promise me you, you'll do it. I promise, Slim. I promise. <coughs> dead, Miss Cartwright. All you can do for him now is to keep that promise. Boy, you sure took a chance putting on that phony nose and letting me shoot at you through the window, Runyon. I knew you couldn't hit me, Mackenzie. You never hit anything yet that you aimed at. Oh, yeah? Uh-huh. Well, when'd you first tumble to the truth, Runyon? When we found the old lady dead in the basement. I don't see how that told you anything. I knew she was looking for something on that workbench. She'd guessed the truth about Roy posing as crooked nose. She was checking up on the putty. That's where he got the putty to make a phony nose. Uh, and Roy followed her and saw that she was on the right track. That's right. So he shot her in the back. That was his worst mistake. How do you mean? Old Mrs. Cartwright told me earlier that crooked nose was a rat. But he'd never shoot anybody in the back. That's when I decided there wasn't really any crooked nose at all. Oh, what about the little guy, Snake? He and Roy made a deal. But Snake double-crossed him by blackmailing Lee on the side. So Roy had to kill him. Mm. I wonder what'll happen to Lee now. She's going to marry Dabney. And she's going to give all the Cartwright money to charity. That Slim was quite a guy. He was right, too. Hot money always burns your fingers. Lee Cartwright's too nice a girl to go through life with scorched hands. Hey, Mackenzie, have you got anything to eat in your pocket? Well, that's that. It seems I spend my life in getting into trouble and getting out of it. But at the same time, I generally manage to get some other people in and out of trouble, too. Be seeing you again. So long. Welcome back. 
I kind of got a hint as to who the killer was when he threatened his own mother if she didn't shut up. Now, maybe it was meant to be ambiguous, like he was concerned for her life or safety uh, if she didn't leave these issues alone. Uh, but it did not come off that way. I mean, believe it or not, I mean, uh, given the subtlety of the actor's performance, you'd think it wouldn't be so obvious, but it was. We turn now to listener comments and feedback, and received a question from Leo, who writes, uh, Were there any shows during World War II? They all seem to be from 1946 to the 50s. What was in uh, the radio during the war? On any of the shows, Johnny Dollar, Mr. X, a crime photographer, the fat man, uh, who is, isn't that fat at 239 pounds unless he is a short guy. All right, well, taking the fat man-related episode uh, question first, uh, uh, Jack Smart, who played the fat man, was actually five foot nine, uh, and in reality, he was two hundred and seventy pounds. So the character was thirty-one pounds lighter. And using the modern measurement of BMI, that comes out to about thirty-five for the fat man's weight, which would put him in the obese range, in between the obese and very obese. Although I know BMI is a controversial measure, but it's not all that far off the beaten path to suggest the fat man's fat, particularly if he goes around saying he's fat. Now, as to World War II episodes, uh, there are not very many. Now, of the shows we are doing, uh, there are a handful of episodes of uh, The Man Called X from World War II uh, you know, we, we played them more than a year ago, but, but they are really quite good. And then uh, the first two Casey episodes we have are from the World War II era. Uh, and uh, the big problem that we run into with World War II programs is that the materials used for transcription disc, which is what... Uh, radio programs that were sent out during that era were on, were made of vital war materials. So they often ended up in drives. I was listening to a recording uh, where uh, people were being encouraged to turn in their old records uh, so that uh, they could be essentially recycled and turned into new records for soldiers. And I imagine the same uh, fate happened to a lot of the transcription discs. So, uh, it is really rare for uh, us to have uh, programs from World War II. I think Nick Carter probably had the most uh, World War II episodes in circulation of any of the series that we did. And even those series which we do have, uh, you know, some recordings for, there are a lot of missing. Uh, for example, uh, with Casey Crime Photographer, we do have two episodes from World War II, but 149 of the first 151 Casey Crime Photographer broadcast are missing. And of the World War II Man Called X uh, episodes, uh, there were several different uh, seasons, and I think those are probably about uh, 80-90% of the Man Called X during World War II is missing. 
those are ones that, in terms of episodes in circulation, are pretty good uh, for World War II series. And I will add, if you are interested in World War II programs, I would encourage you to check out The War, thewar.greatdetectives.net. It's a World War II podcast I did, mostly in 2013 and 2014, though I've revisited it a couple of times, and essentially tells the story of the war through old-time radio programs. Not just detective shows, but comedy, music, news programs, documentaries, uh, dramas. So if you're into that era of uh, radio or history, it's worth checking out. Check it out, thewar.greatdetectives.net. Thanks so much for the question. I appreciate it, Leo. And I want to go ahead and thank our Patreon supporter of the day. Thank you to Pat, Patreon supporter since last September, currently supporting us at the rookie level of $2 or more per month. Well, that will do it for today. A reminder, if you are listening to this on YouTube, be sure to click the subscribe button and also like the video and mark the notification bell so that you get notified of new episodes which should be added daily. Join us back here tomorrow for The Man Called X and then next Tuesday, another episode of The Fat Man. In the meantime, send your comments to box 13 at greatdetectives.net, follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives, and become one of our friends on Facebook, facebook.com slash radiodetectives. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham, signing off.